0: Welcome back to Staying Power, a show and podcast about resilience, what it is, how we can develop more of it, and how it can improve our lives by bringing it more ease, purpose, flow, and meaning. I am JDK Winnekin, and here with me again to share our ideas and our experiences in helping others around the world choose resiliency, and it is a choice, is my friend, my colleague, and co-host, Tawny Santabria. Hi, Tawny. Good to see you. How are you? Hi. i'm doing good how are you i'm good i'm good what are we talking about this week when it comes to resiliency
1: yes this week we're going to talk a little bit a little bit about resilient relationships
0: oh all right yeah just a what small are those, topic right just a small topic <laughs> what the heck are those <laughs> resilient. yeah that doesn't fit with any television show or movie we've ever seen does it
1: Right. Well, it, we don't we don't see the resiliency generally. We just see the the honeymoon period at the very very beginning right. of the relationship, right? And, and then and then all is well for the rest of the time of the rest of their days. Beautiful that magic. Happily yeah. ever after.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yes. Okay. All right. So yeah, yeah, this is a meaty one. All right. So let's let's dive into it. Where do you want to go?
1: Yeah. Where do I want to go? Well, let's see. Um, what. You know, resi- resilient relationships. I think take resilient people, right, uh, on some level, right. Yeah. And and the resilient the resilient people don't have to come first, because oftentimes we can become resilient people within, and as we work on bringing resilience into our relationship. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to just look for resilient people to get into a relationship with, right? Because We'd, you know, i don't I don't know how you can tell necessarily, because the trouble with resiliency is that you've got to go through hard times mm-hmm. to qualify, yeah, right. You've got to do the hard work to qualify.
0: yeah, yeah. And that's not in the, uh, you know it's, that questions about resiliency are not in the manual right for what to find out on dates. you know, I always think of I always think of the old comedian's line about on a first date. You're not actually meeting that person. You're meeting their representative <laughs> and that representative <laughs> is probably not talking about resiliency or anything like that, and, which is okay. You're, you're learning to meet, you're going through that important part of meeting, connecting, enjoying excitement, you know, all those things. And yet, I mean, how many times do we see, you know, with clients or just in general with people we know relationships, new relationships that short circuit at the first sign of, of something that could actually be building the resilience to make them successful.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. If if we're looking for the easy button in relationships, <laughs> you're going to just have a lot of relationships over and over and over again. They're going to stop at some point mm-hmm. when it gets a little hard, and then you're going to have to start another one. Mm-hmm. And there are people who do this. They yeah. just want the easy part of relationships. Yeah. And because that that part feels great, grand, and and we love that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's this whole other part of relationships as we go through more difficult things and learn how to be interdependent that creates a lot more, uh, depth and meaning perhaps in our lives, uh, that we don't get the benefit of if we're just focused on, you know, the, the first part of the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so we miss out, we miss out actually.
0: Yeah, we do. We do. Cause we miss out on, what comes out of building that resiliency, working through those those challenges, those tough spots, those difficulties, those conflicts, to see something that you would not have seen or experienced with that person or within yourself unless you had gone through that.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, go, yeah, going through the hard stuff is what tells us more about ourselves mm-hmm. and tells us more about what's possible. For, for, and with the people around us in our relationships. Mm-hmm. So, so when we know more about ourselves, then we're able to show up more honestly mm-hmm. and more aware in our relationships. And that, that does help quite a bit Yeah, um, when we're having communication issues. If we don't even know ourselves in our communication, you know, how like if we don't know ourselves clearly, mm-hmm. how do we then communicate it to our partner? Right. Uh, so self-awareness is is a great component of a resilient relationship. But remember, we don't have to come into the relationship self-aware. I mean, I think about, you know, my husband and I, we met when he was 20 and I was 21. Oh, yeah. And then we got married the next year. We didn't know anything. <laughs> didn't know anything. Yeah. anything. I mean, we didn't even know our, we didn't know ourselves. Yeah. We, we knew, you know, what we were supposed to do for careers because we had put it on our goal sheet, you know, in high school or whatever. <laughs> and that, that didn't actually turn out exactly how we planned. Right. Um, but we didn't know anything. So the learning about ourselves and the learning about each other and our relationship happened, you know, on, on the job. Yeah. Um, so and that's how it typically happens.
0: Sure, sure, yeah, and it doesn't preclude that happening just because that's you know' because that was the age you were at, you know it it's mm-hmm. you know when um I've been married once, and you know, I'm divorced, and we got married in our late twenties, you know, and so, having waited a little longer, you know, almost a decade longer than you guys <laughs> <laughs> waited, was no guarantor of success, right? Mm-mm. It's not, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. um, so with that and 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 yet. I would think that, well, I shouldn't say that. I would, I should ask it as a form of a question. What were the gifts that came from that? You guys being young and the the excitement enough to meet when you were young, be sure enough when you were that young and a year later get married, what were the benefits of that that helped when the growing on the job began to happen? To what degree was that helpful?
1: well, you know, um that's a great question. And it made me think about resilient couples do ask questions mm. instead of just assuming or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mind reading the other person. There's right. a lot of question asking to gather understanding. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to point that out as a tool. But um, you know, I think I think in 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 um uh, For us, I think not having a lot of self-awareness was probably, was a little helpful.
0: Okay. I was wondering.
1: Because because we weren't so um, set. We weren't so set. We were sort of going into our life together, sort of like everything's open. We were finishing up college. We didn't have a set sort of, this is how this is going to go in the next, you know, my career path or my sort of i need to be here and you need to be there we didn't have any of that Mm -hmm. so we just thought oh let's go on an adventure and let's see where things take us um so that probably was helpful in the beginning Mm -hmm. and you may not have had the ability to do that later in your 20s yeah you know
0: well you know i th- i think yeah it it sounds different i mean i was you know when when we got married we were finishing up graduate school phd programs you know a set idea of what we we're going to be doing academic careers you know that type of thing um and i will i will of course speak only for myself in regards to this in light of this you know a, re- uh, a marriage that didn't last so i'll speak for myself on it but i know for me i didn't ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. i because questions for me were difficult to ask because of the vulnerability that was behind them and a lack of self-awareness that I had about what I was, what struggles I had, what things I was not really skilled at, not really aware of, you know, those were, those were things that only came in the aftermath of the ending of that relationship. So no, it was exactly that. And I think that, you know, that said since then I have had relationships, that have had that affection and, and I've asked questions and those types of things. And those have had a shelf life as well. I consider those to have been successful relationships in that I grew in them. I learned from them um, and not always learning what I didn't want or what didn't work, but also learning a lot about myself as well. Because if we just make it about our relationship experiences, just about what did I learn about that I don't want from another person, we are avoiding the very thing that matters first and foremost is ourselves in this, that resiliency in, within us, that awareness within us that took me a longer time to get to, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and Mm -hmm. yeah, so it was, it was definitely different in that sense.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the question, the, 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 we do learn a lot from ourselves about ourselves in relationships, whether we stay in the relationship or whether mm-hmm. we go, Very
0: true. we
1: learn a lot. And, um, the, 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 not that we need to stay longer, but the, the, we learn more from the harder things. So sometimes we do stay in, in some of the hard, we don't mm-hmm. just leave at the first sight of hard. Correct. So, um, that that's going to tell us a lot about ourselves. And so then if we're in the relationship long enough also, or longer, we're going to have a lot of those things that we're just learning with and from the same person. Right. 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 Like you, your story was that you learned from a lot of different situations and a lot of different Mm -hmm. people, a lot of different relationships about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and not to say that my husband and I haven't learned about ourselves from other relationships. We're both, we're parents and, and we've got, you know, our careers and things like that. But, but we've learned a lot about ourselves in, from each other and we're not perfect at all. And that we disagree on a lot of things Mm -hmm. and that, you know, we don't necessarily like to do all of the same things. And, How do you know we've learned to appreciate the differences and I think that's another piece that's really important is that we do tend to look for all of the differences and when we're having struggles in our relationships we look for all the problems that our partner has that if they would just change to be more like ourselves (laughs) then we wouldn't have these problems and so we'll teach them how to do that. but that doesn't work no. um, for very long for lots of reasons. And so if we can see those differences, but sort of appreciate what those differences bring, you know, granted, if there's if there's, you know, abuse and things like that, we're not going to appreciate that. But if we're course. talking about in general, um, you know, relationships that do have uh, partners that are very different. We, we, we want to try to appreciate those differences. And that took a while to do because you know, raising kids and that you kind of want this, um, nice agreed upon same way of parenting Mm -hmm. and all of the things, and you don't really want a whole lot of differences, um, with that. Um, so I, I, think appreciating those took a while for us also a little bit more maturity and, and going through, um, some of the harder things. And, and I can say, I appreciate the differences now. Um, he can do tech, technology he can (laughs) help me with that and i really 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 appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) i do too actually
0: so (laughs) thanks to thanks to the man known as hubby dave in our world thanks to him yeah yeah no i i can appreciate that you know it's it's and i can imagine just the trial and error of doing that growing raising kids you're still figuring yourself out Right. And career paths. And what does it mean? And what's the world about? I mean, all those things, you know, and, and of course, everybody has to measure for themselves to what degree each day they are willing to continue to engage in that process and stay committed to that. Right. That is whether you are married or in a relationship or not, you're making that choice every day, whether you know it or not. That was one of the most important things that I learned, you know, and. I used to make, I used to make the joke that, you know, all of the relationships that I've, I've learned from have all failed. And I stopped telling myself that, and I stopped saying that out loud because first of all, it was not a, I was, I was kind of beating myself up with that, but then also, um, not recognizing that the end of a relationship does not make it a failure, right? To me, the relationships that I've had since my divorce have been really successful in that Not only did they not have the issues that I brought to the table that I had in my marriage, they were free of those, but I was learning so much about me that I had never thought I needed to learn before. It was a whole, it's been a whole different experience. And like you said, to think that the only place I can learn resiliency and awareness is in romantic relationships is not true. I've, I've had the same experience in my friendships in my work relationships, all to varying degrees in varying ways, because in the end the common denominator in every relationship that I've ever had is me. (laughs) That's, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I, I say that to clients too sometimes these days and they, it's kind of fun to watch the blinking, you know, like, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's about choices and trial and error and choosing, you know, what we are going to do and what to engage on. And, and there's no, there isn't necessarily always a clear sign of when something is done or when something, when you should keep, when you should stop pushing forward or anything like that, obviously with abuse and, and things like that, it's a different question, but um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's pretty great. I don't have the experience that you have and yet, you know, I'm really grateful for the, the difficulty, the resiliency challenges that I've had with, all the varying relationships I've had because the relationships I've had that have had those challenges where resilience has been developed on both sides, no matter the relationship, those relationships are better as a mm-hmm. result. You
1: know? mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah um, resiliency builds meaning, mm. you know, um, and, and we, we learn to appreciate differently mm-hmm. um, and we don't take things for granted. Yeah. Um, and we can develop um, clear compassion, both for ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. If, if we're on the easy road all the time, you know, bumping in all over, pushing around, you know, bumping in to each other and all the things, and we're not experiencing anything difficult, then okay, we might be having fun and doing all of the things, but it might lack meaning yeah. and we might not be able to really show up for ourselves and show up for other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's another thing for resilient couples um, or resilient relationships is that they show up for each other yeah, without judgment.
0: Yeah. Without judgment and, and with more experience of developing that type of resilience, Showing up with a better sense of what that actually looks like in a given moment, you know, and in showing up in a relationship of any kind for me, sometimes isn't because I need somebody to give me advice. Like I used to assume, right? <laughs> somebody, if they wanted my help, they mm-hmm. wanted advice. Sometimes it's just showing up and being quiet. Sometimes it's just giving space. Sometimes it is, you know, a swift kick in the backside, <laughs> you know, it, but you develop that that tenor we talk about the dance of relationships we've talked about it on our other podcast you know breaking up with rbs the dance we have in relationships and how we build that relationship resilience resilient relationships build in so much more of that increased awareness in given situations of how what is needed what's the what's the best way to show up what's the what's the connective tissue really about and that's the thing that i've I continue to marvel about in the relationships that, that have, you know, where iron is sharpened iron, you know, is is how much more of an innate sense or what feels like an innate sense of not just how to show up, but of connectivity without having to say a lot without having to do Mm -hmm. a lot, you know, and even in relationships with friends like I have who live far away, who I don't talk to necessarily every day, you know, but when i do because that's been built with over time it's just there's so much more depth to it and ease mm-hmm. and flow and meaning you know bringing it back around mm-hmm. the meaning that was my whole point of telling you all that
1: yeah yeah absolutely i think um and and the the conflict part right because if we're going to be and and have and stay in relationships we're going to have times because of differences and because of lots of different reasons um we're going to have that disagreement we're going to have conflict mm-hmm. we're going to have things that that show up that way mm-hmm. and we don't want to be afraid of this you know a, a couple that doesn't experience this is going to have trouble building resiliency.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we don't need aggression, and we don't need contempt, and we don't need defensiveness, and those kinds of things. But we are going to experience conflict at times mm-hmm. because it's it shows we care. Yeah. About something. Yeah. Uh, and and couples who um, are developing resiliency are doing good repair work. Yeah. So it's not about the conflict; it's about how are we repairing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the part that sometimes gets left out, right? I mean, particularly in, in the messaging that we get and that we see and in our scrolling and in our our television watching, you know, we're joking at the front of the front of the show about that, um, is, you know, making sure you say what you mean or, you know, stand up for what you, you know, assert yourself, put all those things out there. The repair piece <laughs> doesn't always get mentioned, right? Doesn't always get in. But that's, that's how that's done. And that, that requires discomfort and part of that discomfort is the vulnerability of a given moment, right? letting letting it play out and having to listen. you know, for me I know that was that's a skill I've had to continue to learn is listening mm-hmm. and not not listening to respond or to battle or to debate, but listen to listen because the other person on the other end of this is a person I care about and I'm in connection with. That is sometimes a more difficult skill that I want to admit.
1: <laughs> for many, for many, 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 many people. Yeah. Because we we haven't learned to listen to understand. Mm. We've learned to listen to have the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or, or listen to give mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. Or the counterpoint. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. That's what we've learned to listen for, and so many, 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 many people struggle with just listening to understand and in a, and in a re- partnered relationship that is working through resiliency, that's what we're doing. We're listening to understand we're not listening for the rest of it um because that's where we can connect. We don't connect in the debate, really. <laughs> we don't connect in the fixing necessarily mm-hmm. or the you know defensiveness. you know we don't we, that's not when we're connecting. We're connecting when somebody feels seen and heard.
0: Yeah.
1: And if we're willing to do that for our partner, then our partner, you know too too resilient, people who are looking to have more resiliency in their life would be more likely to also do the same. And that's an important component yeah. for resilient relationships.
0: That's really well said, you know, it, it and it, it brings me back to what you had said earlier in your own context about um, disagreeing on things and having different opinions on things. And so much of that, you know, in, of, of the ability to learn that besides our own opinion or what we think is right or what we think is preferable to hold side by side, somebody with a different truth on that, somebody with a different idea on that or different preference set of preferences and allowing those to coexist and allowing those both to be there. And obviously you have to navigate what that might mean, depending on what it is. Right? you know, it's a little different, you know, besides, you know, I like to watch TV. This person likes to go hiking. That might be, it's one thing, but on bigger questions, that might be more of an issue, but nevertheless, not having everything having to be solved, sometimes having things side by side that are different and the other person experiencing that you see that and that you respect that you don't even necessarily even need to understand it. I've learned, can you accept it because you value this person you are in relationship with, that that's what they've got. That's what they hold. That's what they do. That's what they prefer. Can you hold that and work within that? That shows a lot more without a lot of words that you are really invested and that the relationship matters. It seems to me, I don't know if I muddled that up, but it makes sense in my own mind.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, if, if we're showing up for each other and we are and we value the growth of each other because we value our own, then it is. It does behoove us to understand
0: mm-hmm.
1: what's going on for our partner, mm-hmm. because what's going on for our partner does impact ourselves. It does. Yeah, and 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 then vice versa. Then so so then what's going on for ourselves is impacting our partner. Yeah. So um, when navigating in that, um, where we're on the same, we need to be feeling like we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. So even in even in like okay you go do your thing I'll go do my thing. To to some degree we yes, we need to have our individual things mm-hmm. really important, but that can't be the end of the story.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great addition. Yeah, that's certainly that part in there um is vital because that <laughs> it's, it cuz after that cuz then what happens is before you know it, you know, your roommates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've experienced yeah. that before too. Yeah. That, that type mm-hmm. of thing.
1: And, and that's the part too. Like if, if someone's looking for, uh, you know, I, I don't want to leave the impression that there's only one way to do a healthy relationship right. or a resilient relationship. Cause, cause that's not the case necessarily. But, um, if we're looking to just be roommates for a while and that works while we do our own growth and that's an agreed upon thing, we can do that. Right, um, and where it leads you, where is where it leads you. But uh, I just wanted to add that.
0: Add yeah, that agreed say. upon is key, right? That's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What What are the agreements? Because that's really what our relationships operate on, right? Is what are mm-hmm. our agreements, and to what degree are we living and matching up to those, whatever they might be at a given point, right? So, oh wow, like so many other things about resiliency, we could go on with it for a really long time. We just don't have enough time to do it right now. So we're at the end. So thanks, Tony. That's a great one. Uh, And really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Staying Power. Remember that if you missed any of this episode or any episodes, you can get this as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for subscribing, for leaving us a review, for sharing with your friends and your family and your social networks. And remember, if you subscribe... During the middle of the week, you get also access and you'll get notifications to our weekly little mini podcast that's called The Four. Four things that uh, could be helpful for you in a given week. Uh, It could be on lots of different things. My guess is this next one of The Four will be about relationships. That's just a guess. But nevertheless, if you subscribe, you'll get notifications of that um, midweek. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Staying Power. Thanks so much, Tawny. Until next week, I am JDK Winnegan.
1: And I am Tony Sanabria.
0: Resiliency resiliency resiliency. See y'all.